I mean, we so ce- we celebrate the space. I mean, it's nice, right? It's kind of a, a breath from, right. you know, the, the sh- what's the right word? You know, relationship is a give and take type of thing. And, and then there is, you know, a certain amount of stress that comes along with that. And I think when that's not there for, you know, a couple of days at a time, it's a little bit of, like right. you said, breathing room just for that moment. Welcome to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm your host, Marie Wold, health and fitness influencer, coach, and lifestyle entrepreneur committed to educating and empowering women to become their very best selves. Each week, my guests and I are proving that with hard work and the right mindset, absolutely anything is possible. We are here to bring you not just inspiration, but also actionable takeaways that you can use to create a life that you love right now. We're talking all things personal development, including health, fitness, confidence, relationships, and so much more. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. You're listening to episode number 55 of the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. And today we have a very special episode and a very special guest. We have our first male guest who just happens to be my boyfriend, Andrew. You guys have met him on Instagram and YouTube, um, but he's yet to be on the podcast and no man. This is no man's land up until now. So very special guest, really excited for this one because you're going to get an inside look into our relationship. We're keeping it PG or at least PG 13. So don't get any ideas, but you are getting an inside look into our relationship. I asked my Instagram people, which by the way, if you're not following me yet, my Instagram is Marie E. Wold. It'll be in the description. So you can just check it out there. But if you're not following me on Instagram, that is where I collected our questions and that is frequently where I collect your guys' questions for our episodes. So go go follow me there if you want to be included in the creation process. But we fielded some questions from you guys and you really just cut straight to the chase. You did not beat around the bush. You did not hold any punches. You wanted to know about babies and marriage and engagement and houses and like all of, all of those hard hitting questions. So we answered them and we're going to tell you, um, pretty much everything, how we met, when we're getting married, if we're having kids, um, what our love languages are and some more lighthearted stuff like our favorite date night or our pet peeves of each other. Um, when we're getting another dog, you know, stuff like that. So this was super fun for us. I hope you love this episode as much as I loved recording it. And it's really fun to have a guy on the show for once. So maybe we'll do that more often. You let me know when you listen in, take a screenshot of you tuning in, put it on your Instagram story and let me know if I should bring some more guys onto the show because I will listen if you guys want it. I think the male perspective can be super valuable, but I just think there are also more than enough women to share their knowledge and wisdom with us as well. So Andrew might be the one and only, he might start a trend we don't know so we're gonna jump in to the episode it was kind of an interview but more so a conversation um but before we do that i wanted to read the review of the week i got a 
batch of really sweet, really nice, really thoughtful reviews last week, and my heart just swelled 10 sizes. So thank you. If you're one of the people that read a review, you or that wrote a review, you might just be featured on an episode as a review of the week. But this week, we are shouting out Diana W. Cook, who said, so glad I found this podcast. Five stars. My mom has always listened to self-improvement books all my life, and I thought it was all just woo-woo. That is, until I started listening to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. This podcast is great for modern women who are looking to find ways to elevate their life and health from a positive place of love. That is like the perfect encapsulation. So shout out to you, Diana. Thank you. Listening to Marie's advice has helped me eat a healthier diet, begin a workout regimen, and build myself as a professional in a sustainable way from a place of love. This podcast is giving women everywhere the tools to grow as human beings and thrive in their lives. I also follow Marie's YouTube and Instagram and the Grind and Be Grateful Instagram for even more motivation and great information. Thank you so, so much, Diana. That was so sweet, so thoughtful, and I'm so glad that you gave the podcast a try. We are a little woo. We dabble in the woo, but I'm so glad that it has been resonating with you and that it has made a positive impact on you and actually created change for you. That's so, so cool and really just makes my day. So thank you, Diana. We would love to express our appreciation by sending you a limited edition Grind and Be Grateful t-shirt. These are only available to our reviewers of the week. So Diana, send me a DM on Instagram with your shirt size and your address and I'll get that sent out to you. If you're not Diana W. Cook and you would love a chance to be featured and get your own limited edition t-shirt, then go ahead and leave us a rating and review on iTunes on your computer or the podcast app on your iPhone. All you have to do is leave us a review as well as a rating. So type out a review and that will enter you for a chance to get a shirt of your own and we announce it each week on the show. So thank you so much if you take a second to do that. Myself and my team who are behind the scenes really, really appreciate it and it helps more people find our show and it helps us grow and impact the lives of even more women, which is what this is all about. This episode is brought to you guys by my free guide, What I eat in a day, my stress-free strategies for balanced nutrition. This is a totally free ebook that I created for you guys to help answer some of your most common nutrition problems. Things like how do I know what to eat? How do I make a balanced meal without having to track my macros? How do I satisfy my cravings? How do I have a balanced diet? How do I know where to find healthy recipes that are going to be easy? I answered all those questions and more in this ebook, and it is not going to lie pretty beautiful as well. I made it myself and I'm pretty proud of it. So go check it out at mariewold.com slash what I eat. You will also get some ideas of what meals I like to cook for Andrew. That's something that we talked about in this episode. I am the head cook. He definitely cooks for himself too, but I like to get a little bit more creative and have really fun, healthy meals. So check that out if you want some ideas of what we eat together as a couple as well. And again, that is available at mariewold.com dot com slash what I eat. Now, without further ado, let's get into this episode. Hello, Andrew. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, babe. Glad to be here. <laughs> I thought you were going to be professional and use your radio voice. Oh, hello. I am so glad to be here right now. Are you? <laughs> Guys, my boyfriend Andrew is here. We are going to do a 
Q&A session. You guys have been asking for this. Actually, you guys have been asking if he still exists for a while, just because I don't post him all the time on social media. So, Andrew, do you still like me? That's the first question. <laughs> first of all, you ask me that every day. So, but tell the people, do you still like me? Yes, I still like you a lot. Like, like, or like? <laughs> Definitely like, like. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, our routine every day. Someone asks, how do you keep the spark alive? Basically, just asking that question yeah. every day. Well, it's good to ask for feedback, I think. I think so too. I do this with my clients as well. I ask them pretty much every time I see them for feedback on how I'm doing. Yeah, relationships take communication. So, we're going to jump into these questions. This is, we're, we're feeling. We're feeling um, chipper this evening, so... Oh, I've been going since 6 a.m., and it's about 8 p.m., so, so we're gonna I'm ready. we're going to just bang these out, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a show is this? Oh, my God. It does say explicit on iTunes. Jeff, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. Okay, my dad does listen to all our episodes, so keep it clean. Keep it together. Okay, so we're going to start with the first question. I'm going to let you take this one, but you have to try to keep it concise, okay? Yeah, and right, I'll interject if you forget any details, which will probably defeat the purpose of trying to keep it concise. <laughs> Sounds good. So, number one, how did you guys meet? Oh, is this one for me? Yeah. Um. Okay, these are the questions that I sourced <laughs> from Instagram. You guys, you guys left us your questions. So, how did we meet? So, we met because... Okay, here's how it worked. I had a friend who had a brother who had a friend who asked me to call this girl for him and try to get her to go on a date with him. So he was supposed to be a wing woman for a mutual friend or a wing man. A wi- I am, yeah, a wing yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So for a friend of a friend of a, fr- of a brother. Okay. Anyway, uh, I did, I called her, I called Marie. This was in high school, by the way. Yes. I, well, I was in high school. Yes. You weren't in high school. You were in college. I was in college. So, so this was back in the day where having someone call the girl you liked for you was like it was still weird, but it was like I don't think that's ever ever acceptable. It's not, but it was it was less unacceptable back then. Sure. Yeah, we're talking like yeah. Okay. So, I did that. I talked around the phone for like probably five minutes, what did and I say? you said <laughs> that you were not interested in him. I flat out was like, no, I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, all right, well, it was great talking with you. And we hung out. So from my perspective, this was wild and crazy because Andrew's three years older than me and we went to the same high school. So in my mind, he he was a senior and I was a freshman. In my mind, the only way I knew of drew shows was as the senior football player who was like really hot and like popular and so i was like oh my god i just talked to drew shows and that was like exciting to me (laughs) and so i i considered that a win and then what happened a win yeah uh so then what was it two weeks later yeah maybe said (laughs) said brother brother or said friend's younger brother had a graduation party for high school and um i was there because i was friends with his brother and and i was there I, and marie was there and I, I was friends with the younger brother yeah and i walked by and she grabbed my arm i did i really yes you did you grabbed my arm and this you is, said this does not sound like I, i'm not this I, forward I, you were very forward i remember <laughs> that and she said hey you're the guy that I talked to on the phone 
And that was that was our that was our first initial conversation. Yep. And so my goal from that night was really to just talk to him, but maybe my my re, my stretch goal. I always teach my clients, and I in my, my business I set you know like expectation goals and then a stretch goal. So my expectation goal is to like talk to him, make him know I exist. And then my stretch goal was to maybe like make out with him a little bit because he was like hot through shows from the football team. But now he was a college guy and I was in high school. And so that was my goal for the night. Why does it sound like you had this all planned out? I mean, I'm a planner. (laughs) Okay, so this is how it worked. That night, I was designated driver for all my friends. I was also underage, so of course I wouldn't be drinking. And Andrew was of age, so he had he had a solo cup in his hand and I assumed that he was, I was not of age. Yeah. No. So I talked a big game that whole night. I lied to him, told him that I was in college. Pretty sure you knew, you knew that I was lying, right? I don't remember. Maybe you didn't. Anyway, I was lying to him, telling him I was in college. I was a biology major. And eventually we went to quote unquote, go, go somewhere more Which quiet. Did you say you went to- per your suggestion? Did you say you went to like, I think I said I went to where I went to college. Oh, family. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, so anyway, we, uh, quote unquote, go somewhere more quiet. And before literally anything could possibly happen, like the second we sit down in this room, um, what happens? Oh, all of my friends. The party in. goes dead quiet. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean... someone realized someone was watching me apparently and uh all my friends like busted in the door and like grabbed me and were like no don't do it literally no she's in high school don't do it and we left the room and the party everyone was staring at us and he still texted me the next day and we had a first date at noodles and company that's true and um then our second date, we snuck onto a golf course and looked at the stars. It was very romantic. And then probably right after that, we made it official, boyfriend, girlfriend. Yep. And another question was, who said I love you first? It was you. Was it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was you. So that was fun. And that was like a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, like eight years ago? Yeah. Um, we did have a brief not brief we had a period where we did break up when i went to college yes because our relationship obviously when i was still in high school and he was early in college was much different from our relationship now yeah so that time apart was really good for us and we we fully broke up it wasn't like a break it was we broke up yeah we broke up for like two and a half was it no a year and a half a year and a half yeah didn't speak the entire time and well at least you could stalk me on social media <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't really active on. Yeah, I had no idea what was going on. Back then. Anyway, neither of us really got over each other, but we did go off and live our own lives and do whatever. And then we rekindled. But that's a story for another time. So we kind of lose track of like how long we've actually been together. But I would say between like six and a half and seven years, maybe. Yeah. It literally it feels like a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we've we've been together through so many different life stages like we've 
been together in like when I was in high school and early college and then when I was at the end of college and then graduation and then we've moved across the country twice we've gotten pets together we've both overcome like major health issues with each other like I think our relationship has really been tested more than like most people our age for sure Yeah. yeah yeah I agree yeah So that's where we stand now. And now let's get into the heavy hitting questions. Are you ready? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Thoughts on marriage. I love marriage. The idea of marriage. (laughs) Marriage. Everything about it. Brings people together. What kind of thoughts? What are they what are they wondering about? (laughs) Just says thoughts on marriage. Thoughts on marriage. Those are my thoughts. It's a great institution. People do it. Seems like a good time. Usually man and woman. Sometimes man and man. Sometimes woman and woman. Yeah, I suppose. Takes that. two though. Takes two to tango. Yep. It's an institution of marriage. Holy matrimony, some may say. Yeah. Those are our thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> On a more serious note, we talk about marriage. Marriage is a possibility. But um you'll know when we know. <laughs> As far as the timeline goes, we've just had a lot of other priorities between moving across the country a couple times, um, both of us getting healthy from like major health issues, uh, getting pets. Well, yeah, I mean, on on that note, I feel like the last three months have been the most normal in terms of us feeling healthy and and normal. Yeah, we haven't honestly had much stability. Yeah, in the last probably three years. Yeah. And that's not, that's really not an exaggeration. Like this is the most stable in normal our lives have been in a very long time. And so now we actually are able to like revisit that conversation with a more like serious mindset, I guess, because we're like, oh, well, we're not just trying to like survive another day. (laughs) Um, So yeah, kids question mark. That's also um, maybe a conversation for another day. Oh, we were at Target yesterday and we, we actually it. shook on it that we're not having children yeah, because we, there were some screaming kids. And yeah. Yeah. We can wait. It's if, if, if slash when it happens, it's going to be a while. It's early. It's yeah, going to be a while. It's early. So even though we've been together a long time, like I feel like people put a lot of expectations on our relationship because we've been together for a long time. But I think also with it, kids, like we want to maybe, maybe this is just me, but I think you're going to agree. Like we want to have kids when, like, we we want having those kids to be amazing. You right. know what I mean? Like we want it to have we you know be in the best possible p- place for us, both financially, emotionally, lifestyle wise, lifestyle. You know, we want to be in the in the city that we want to live in. Like we want it to. Be, obviously, it's never perfect, right? I get that, but. Um, we got a lot of shit to do we first. Want to, yeah, like I want to bring kids, if I'm going to bring kids into this world, into the best possible situation, especially because we have that choice. Like we don't, you know, knock on wood, but like, you know, we can plan <laughs> for these things. So. Better knock on wood. Um, yeah, so that's something that's like, it's obviously we've been together a long time. It's like we've, we talk about all those like big questions, but we're also at this place where we're like, we're both still really young. We're both just figuring life out <laughs> and like doing our best. And so we're not at a place where we're like, this is our five year plan and we would like this to happen, this to happen. We're not, we're not there. 
So we're just living our best lives, enjoying each other's company, enjoying our pets. Another question was any more pets and we probably will get another dog in the nearish future. We would love to rescue another golden retriever. Um, but that is like TBD probably once we get into a house, either rented or bought, not sure when that's going to happen. So again, like all the, we're having all those big conversations, but we don't really have answers for y'all. So sorry to disappoint. But the next question is back in high school, before we became a couple, did you have any false assumptions about one another? My assumption about you was that you were, like, really, like, slick and cool, when in reality, you're, like, the biggest weirdo I know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Assumptions. False assumptions. Well, I thought you were in college, so that was, you know, big false assumption. Um, Yeah, I think I love that question, because I think we all kind of have maybe, like, a similar experience where we think someone is a certain way until we actually get to know them. In fact, I think that's like 99% of the time that happens with everyone. Like we just put like based on the way people look, right? Cause like the first experience we have with someone, if you, you know, is to see them, right? You see what they look like. Um, unless you're blind, obviously, but, uh, <laughs> thank you for the disclaimer, <laughs> you know, Um, but that's our, that's our first initial interaction with someone. And then, so we judge them based on the way they look and we usually put a character to the way that people look. Right. And we usually get those characters. either. Okay. But did you have any assumptions about me specifically? (laughs) This doesn't, this doesn't need to be hypothetical, philosophical. Did you have any assumptions about me or not? Uh, not really. Okay. Yeah. See, this literally happens every day, guys. Like, Andrew goes into, like, philosophical mode, like, pondering mode. And I got to, like, reel it back in. Like, hey, hey, hey. Let's keep it. Let's keep it focused. So... That, that's the story of my life. That's the story of our life. Um, I love how inquisitive and curious his little mind is, but... Little? I, yeah, you Ouch. got a big head, actually. <laughs> um, okay. Do you... Oh, how do you deal with finances as a couple? I'd say we keep it pretty simple. We... K-I-S-S. We kiss. <laughs> we keep it, keep it simple, stupid. Anyway, we <laughs> keep our finances separate, but then we um, like divvy up different shared expenses. Yeah. And... I don't, I don't know that we really see that changing, even if we get married, like my parents never combine their bank accounts or anything. So, and yours didn't either, right? No, they did, but that's because they work in the same business. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't know. It works really well for us. I personally, as like an entrepreneur, my income changes a lot. And I like the idea of like that, like the fluctuations being mine and not ours. It just makes the most sense. I mean, yeah. you know, we, we obviously, yeah, like Marie said, we, we, we share expenses and, uh, right. We split obviously like rent utilities, like Rosie's like vet bills, stuff like that. But yeah. I think the um, only maybe change we would have in the future would be having like having a joint account, but specifically for those. Right. Like vacations and like those shared expenses. Yeah. Just right, so that we, just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, just basically a little bit more organized about it than we are now, but 
but nothing nothing major yeah we don't do anything revolutionary but he actually does help me with my budget and stuff so that's appreciated because that is not my zone of genius um do we have a couple name no a couple name like brangelina or god like, that's no. so early 2000s that's not the <laughs> please that's so early 2000s <laughs> Um, what is your favorite little thing that your partner does that makes you feel loved and appreciated? Well, you cooked dinner tonight. That was amazing. I um, cook dinner a lot. Like cooking for people and giving them food is one way. I, I wouldn't say a lot, love. but you do it often. Regularly. <laughs> Multiple times a week. And it's, it, it's appreciated and I yeah. love it. It makes me feel loved. Um, yeah. interruption speaking of using cooking to show love i also think that cooking healthy meals for yourself is a act of self-love i think eating nutritious balanced meals that make you feel good and nourish your body is like foundational self-love and it creates this amazing ripple effect in your life but i also understand that nutrition can be confusing and stressful and just overwhelming and so i decided to create a totally free resource for you guys to take out the overwhelm, take out the stress, and it is called What I Eat in a Day, My Stress-Free Strategy for Balanced Nutrition. It is a guide that will give you an example of what I eat in a day, how I strategize my meals, how I satisfy my cravings, where I find my favorite healthy recipes, and basically just makes your nutrition so much easier, makes that foundational self-care and self-love a lot more simple and a lot less overwhelming. So you can find that at mariewold.com slash what I eat. Again, this is a totally free guide that I'll send right to your inbox. And all you have to do is go to mariewold.com slash what I eat to grab your copy. That will be linked in the show notes as well. And I cannot wait to show you guys the meals that I put in this ebook. They are so good, so beautiful. And Andrew is a fan as well. You um, affirm me and you listen to me bounce ideas off of you and you will like drop everything to spend time with me or like help me with what I need. So that makes me feel loved. And honestly, hearing thank you or getting some sort of like thing in return makes me feel really appreciated. So another question too is like what our love languages are. Mine are... Um, words of affirmation and gifts and Andrew's are physical touch and quality time with like acts of service maybe mixed in there. Yeah. So we literally have exact opposite love languages. So we really have to make a point to communicate about our needs and, um, keep in mind like how the other person wants to be loved because, um, sometimes our default is like to love them how we would want to be loved, but that's not necessarily what resonates and is most appreciated for them. So that's something that we've really learned, um, to work on as a couple. When we are frustrated with little things, what do we do to keep them from turning into big things? One thing that I always make a point to do is no matter what we are arguing about, I always make a point to end the argument in terms of either that's apologizing, right? Or just coming to some like 
final conclusion on it, right? To communicate about it, right? To address it instead of letting it linger for a long time. Yeah, especially if it's little things. I've become very quick to be like, I don't like that you just did that. Or like literally just voicing if something is bothering me. Um, otherwise, it just like builds this resentment and yeah. like that saltiness. Well, yeah, can... and vice versa. I think we've both gotten way better at that. Like, yeah, instead of like having something bother you and then not speaking about it. Yeah. Right. And just because you don't want to like rock the boat or like yeah. bring then, up something because you know it's not you know, a big deal. Then you get mad at them later because they haven't figured it out. Instead yeah. of just telling them what it is. I think, yeah, Marie and I have gotten really good at, at saying when things bother us and why mm-hmm. they bother us. And then, um, yeah, making a point to actually work it out to a conclusion instead of just like having this one thing that has, you know, that bothers us for a long time. Yeah, I think something else we're always working on is like it's us versus the problem or us versus the conflict, not like one of us versus the other. Right. So that's been like conflict resolution has always been a thing that I feel like is kind of our strong suit. I think it is. I don't think it's always been that way, but I think, yeah, I think it's it, become it has, we've worked we're, we're on pretty it. pretty good. I think that's the main yeah. point. We're definitely not that couple that like never fights, but I think we ha- allow ourselves to have like smaller arguments on a regular basis. Not not like we're always bickering or anything, but like no. we're quick to like resolve stuff and we're not we're not afraid to like confront one another in a like constructive way right. when things come up. And I think that that's really big because couples that are like we never fight like that that sounds fake and it sounds like you're just like bottling everything bottling, up you know yeah, yeah. okay because well, i mean fighting or arguing is you know is is conflict resolution yeah right? like it can be very productive right like you're always going to have things that differ in right. some way and yeah if you don't quote unquote argue about them in a constructive way hopefully um they never get resolved. Right. You know? Yeah. Okay. On a lighter note, favorite date night in Austin? Ooh. Definitely going to that hand, handmade pasta place. I knew you were going to say that. So there's this, um, Austin is really famous for like food trucks. And so there are all these food truck courts, like plots of land with food trucks on them around Austin. And there's a place on the east side. I don't remember what the court is called, but the food truck is called Patrizzi's and they make handmade, very authentic Italian pasta dishes. And they are just to die for like, we don't even live on that side of town, but I will drive across town for for that pasta. Like Second it's so one. good. Lick. No. <clears throat> Top golf. No. The movies. No. What? You're thinking nighttime. Uh, the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, we do go get poke every. every this was week. this a date night. Oh, date night. Yeah. Oh, I thought it just meant like date in general. It's not like when we go get brunch. Yeah, Andrew's at favorite our, activity is brunch. Place. So that's our favorite date night. We like to do Patrizzi's. Actually, we've only been there once. We act like we're like regulars, but <laughs> that's our favorite place we've had dinner, um, even though it's like a food truck. And then for dessert, Lick ice cream, which is local to Austin, and it's like really, it's like grass fed or vegan. They have both, and like really local 
naturally sourced ingredients. So, so good. Yeah. They have the cutest cow photos in their, in their shops too. Ooh, this one is juicy. Oh. How do you get gift ideas for one another and for what to give for holidays? Oh, this is a really good question for you. So Maria's re- her love language is gift giving, right? And mine is not. And it's not that your love language just isn't gift giving. It's that he was literally brought up in a family that like doesn't do gifts. We we do gifts, but mainly my mom was the gift giver. Right. So you've never had to really think about gifts or like plan for them or like be intentional about them. So that has caused. Speaking of conflict resolution, (laughs) that has definitely caused conflict for us because for me, like not getting a thoughtful gift that's like, you know, like something special makes me feel not loved. Like, I feel like you just like forget about me and like, don't care about me because gift giving is big in my family and that's become a love language for me. So let me, let me give you some advice. Yeah, this is how I get ideas for your gifts is I pay attention when you talk, which is another thing (laughs) that you can have room to improve on. So I listen to you when you talk. And if you're like, oh, I saw this really. I would listen to me when I talk all the time, too. Have you heard this voice? Oh, my God. So (laughs) when you talk about stuff and you're like, oh, look how cool this is. Or like they just came out with this. Or like anytime we're having a conversation and something like that comes up, I make a note of it. Like I actually write it down. Oh, you do? You have a list? Yeah. Oh. Don't go. Don't go searching. (laughs) but but I have like a running list unless there's like a clear front runner that I can just remember in my head but like I have a list of stuff and like I don't think being thoughtful is just like having this library in your head of like what all this person's favorite stuff is um but like you can train yourself to be more thoughtful and give better gifts if you just I feel like take a sec to write stuff down that I want more often I will say I am difficult to get gifts for simply because if I want something I will typically buy it from myself right yeah so so i will give you that but um yeah that's an area for improvement for us how do we handle communication when one of you is away or traveling easy guys there's this really cool technology oh god this is gonna be a bad joke (laughs) so you carry it around with you all the time. I'm sure you have it in your pocket right now. You're probably using it to listen to this podcast. It's called the phone. Okay, but on a serious note, <laughs> guys, you don't have to pity laugh. You don't have to pity laugh. <laughs> on, a, on a more serious note, we actually don't talk that much when no. we're separated because, number one, we've been together for a long time. Like, I don't know. We're, we're like we past the puppy love phase day. where we're like, oh my God, I miss you so much every five seconds because first of all, we've been together a long time. Second of all, we are together a lot. Like Andrew recently started working out of the house, but like up until then we would both be home in our apartment like all day, every day and spend like every waking second together. So when we do travel and then when we are separate, it's like kind of nice and we kind of embrace that. So usually we'll like maybe text a little or do like a phone call once a day or something, but we really don't like try to stay in, in like super good touch with each other because it is nice to have a little space and it's like it lets you miss the other person yeah yeah absence makes your heart grow fonder 
Yeah. Also, yeah, I mean, I, I, I actually enjoy sometimes when Marie travels because, you know, I get that alone time for myself and, and being an introvert, um, it actually helps me think and be productive and kind of rejuvenate that part of myself a yeah. little bit. Um, and so it, yeah, I, I, we, we, we obviously, we still text each other, we still FaceTime, call each other when, when we're traveling, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, we allow there to be space. Yeah. I mean, we, so ce- we celebrate the space. I mean, it's nice, right? It's kind of a, a breath from, right. you know, the, the, what's the right word? You know, relationship is a give and take type of thing. And, and then there is, you know, a certain amount of stress that comes along with that. And I think when that's not there for, you know, a couple of days at a time, it's a little bit of, like right. you said, breathing room just for that moment. Yeah. And there's so much trust that like, we don't ever feel the need to like check up on each other. Like, what are you doing? Who are you with? Where are you going? Like, it's never oh, like God. that. Yeah. Like ever, ever, ever. <laughs> Even yeah. if I More like, like Maria will text me and I'll be like, are you going to stay in your hotel room this, tonight? Oh, come on. <laughs> no, sometimes like, I mean, in the past you've had opportunities to be jealous. Like if I was like at a fitness expo and I like went to a party with a bunch of like industry dudes who are like considered super hot and like jacked and whatever, like, <coughs> And then, like, you're sitting at home with our cat. Like, I feel like that could be... I feel like I'm super secure in that moment. I know. That's that's my point, is some people would be, like, would be insecure and would feel the need to, like, check up. And, like, we've never had that issue just because, well, first of all, we have, like, a zero tolerance policy. Like, if someone messes around, like, that's, like, game over. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's like, not negotiable for us and so it's and honestly neither of us can <laughs> neither of us can keep anything oh from each God. other yes was this yesterday that was like ago? two days ago i he ate ice cream without me <laughs> which we have a rule of like we don't buy ice cream and take it home like if we want ice cream we have to go out and get it because so things got a little here's out of hand at one point marie was recording a podcast and the house needed to be quiet and i came home from work and they weren't done and so I couldn't be at the house, right? Because I couldn't be quiet. I'm a bull in a china shop. I would have knocked something over or something. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to go do something, spend, you know, waste 30 minutes to an hour. And I had this coupon in my wallet for a dollar off haagen ice cream. So he went and ate ice cream secretly <laughs> in his car. In like, car. <laughs> so lame. And then didn't tell me about it until later that night. We were just sitting, like, watching Netflix or something. And he, like, blurts out. He's like, I already had ice cream today. Oh, no, because I wasn't hungry for dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wasn't hungry for dinner, which is, like, so strange for him. And he was like, I, I, I already had ice cream today. Like, he could not even hold it in. And, like, we literally can't keep anything from each other. We both just feel, like, so guilty if we are trying to keep a secret. So, I, like, we have total trust in each other, and we just don't, don't feel the need to, like, be a helicopter partner. So... Yeah, and then to follow up with that, this one says, um, no judgment, but is there a reason that you guys don't travel together very much? And really the reason is I travel a lot for work, Um, so I travel probably almost once a month, I would say on average once a month, and most of those trips are somewhat work-related, and hypothetically he could come with, but our cat needs medication twice a day, including a shot. Rosie would need also 
a pet sitter to go Yeah, both of us traveling together is actually pretty expensive. It's, it's, it's a, a big, big production for us both to travel together unless my parents spend half the year um, here in Austin, about 40 minutes from us. So when they're here in the winter time, we can drop the kids off with their grandparents and we can leave town. So when we do travel together, we just try to plan it around then. But Plus, uh, like we said in the beginning, I mean, the last three months have really been yeah. the most... like. I couldn't probably last last year like I had trouble even getting on a plane with all the anxiety I was having. Yeah. Um so But we did have a big trip together. Um we went to Amsterdam and Paris last fall and that was really fun. So oh, yeah. we wanna do um more trips, but when we do trips together they tend to be like bigger, whereas the trips that I do more frequently are like smaller, like shorter work trips that aren't really like necessarily they're fun, but they're not necessarily vacation. Like I'm still working um, and like things need to get done to where him coming with us or coming with me wouldn't even be probably that much fun for him. So plus, like we said before too, it is nice to have that space sometimes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, how would you say that our love has evolved throughout our time together? Oh, that's a good question. I think that, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like any couple in the beginning, right? We had that, what do you call it? The like puppy love puppy love phase. yeah we were like infatuated with each yeah, other wanted to hang out all the time you're a new person you know new feeling in, in your life um i feel like our love oh especially recently has kind of changed turned into this you know this mutual respect for you know wanting to create an amazing life yeah together. and then like everything we do is we're doing for that goal for that mission Right. For like that bigger vision that we have both, both separately. Like we both really respect the other person, the other person's vision for themselves, but also the vision that we have for like our life together. Yeah. And like the other thing too is, you know, two people working on something is a lot better than one. Yeah. So that's like, I think our, our love is a lot more it's more real first of all because it's been tested it's been like refined it's been through some shit and come out the other side and it's more mature for like age and all of those other reasons like it's just evolved well and love is a verb right so yeah. our love has changed in the verb sense of like the way that we treat each other we you know care more about honoring those love languages we you know care more about the, the things that we do and why we do them are geared towards that mutual bond between us. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree. I think, I think that we, like I said, we've been through a lot, especially for like a couple our age, but it's like only made us stronger. And I think that it's proof that like going through stuff can bring you closer instead of bring you apart and like we it's definitely been tested for sure like there's no doubt about that there have definitely been rough patches but if you're able to like work through that then it, it gives you a lot more confidence I think in your relationship because you're like damn if we can make it through that together like bring it on you know okay what is the number one thing that you love most about each other and then also what is the number one pet peeve that you have about the other person Number one thing, oh, number one thing that I love about you is that you are dependable. Hmm. I can count on you to follow through. That's a good one. 
I appreciate that. Yeah. Marie Wold, always follow Sue. <laughs> always deliver. Oh my gosh. <laughs> also, fun fact is like our favorite movies to watch together are kids' movies. So that was a quote from uh, Storks. Yeah. We we do a lot of movie quotes in this house. I swear we could have a full conversation just for movie quotes. But okay, what's your number one pet peeve about me, babe? You do not pick up after yourself very well. This is true. I'm not a tidy gal. Nope. I like having a clean house, but like actually having to clean it is not not my strong suit. So yeah, I that's fair. That's very fair. My favorite thing about you, I feel like. The dependability thing is big for you too, but I think one of the biggest things that I love about you is what I said earlier about how you're so like inquisitive and you're always like trying to learn more and like apply more. And I think you guys can just tell from the way that he's always like elaborating on all of his answers, which is making this episode kind of long, but the way he elaborates on everything, like he wants every, he wants to understand things and he wants to be able to apply them and like become a master of them, which means our conversations are always interesting. We never run out of things to talk about. Um, and he just has like a really big thirst for knowledge. Like he's, he's definitely a Ravenclaw for sure. (laughs) So, um, that's something I love about him. And then one of my biggest pet peeves, Hmm. There's so many. How can I pick one? (laughs) Wow. Oh, I think one of my biggest pet peeves, and this is like so random, but he's really dramatic when anything is like even mildly painful. Like I've like tweezed his eyebrows before and he literally acts like I shot him. And it's just, it's, also he used to be that way with bugs and that it weirdly was like a huge turnoff to me that you're like super scared of bugs you know what I mean I don't know why but that just really was like not attractive to me so I was a big pet peeve also you chew really loud and I hate it (laughs) (laughs) sorry that's three I couldn't help myself (laughs) sometimes I'll actually turn music on when I'm eating yeah I, I do too yeah yeah yeah, especially if it's like squishy food. I come from a, lo- a family of hard chewers. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Strong jaws. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen this guy's jawline? It makes sense. Yeah. Um, one of our friends asked, "Is your new hobby or how's your new hobby showdown going? Are you guys taking bets?" We actually did try to take up disc golf this past weekend, and it was interesting. I would. That's a fun word for it. It was interesting. Yeah. Andrew's really like naturally good at it. He's naturally decent. Like, like, (laughs) well, neither of us ever got like par except for once, but like, okay, first of all, I got par twice. Okay. Second of all, out of 18. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I mean, you can throw a Frisbee, but I didn't realize that this, like I can like play catch with a Frisbee, but I don't know. I'm like a fairly coordinated athletic person, but for some reason, disc golf is just not my, not my forte. I guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> okay. This is the final question. This is a question that we always ask on the podcast and someone else actually asked that. So I know that they're like a regular OG listener. What are you currently grinding toward as a couple or individually? So the question usually goes, what are you currently grinding for? And what are you hugely grateful for? Because it's a grind and be grateful podcast. Do you get it? Uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what are you currently grinding toward as a couple and individually? And what are you most grateful for? 
Um, I am grinding right now. I am, I mean, so everything that I'm doing in my career right now basically started April 1st of this year. Once you got healthy. Yeah. Once I was, I was finally healthy again, um, you know, mentally and physically. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm grinding towards, um, being, you know, my personal training business. And then also as an online, uh, fitness coaching consultant. So yeah, he helps, he helps online coaches grow their businesses. Cause he's really bomb at that. He just doesn't like doing it for himself, but he's really, really smart with it. Um, and is awesome at helping other people do that. And then what about as a couple, what are we grinding toward? I think we're grinding towards, I mean, we're grinding towards that second dog, right? <laughs> yeah, but like kind of everything else has to like support that. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. A house. Um, we really want to take a big trip like next year. We want to do a big, big trip. And yeah, just really like making up for lost time, kind of. I feel like we're in a season of that. And then what are you most grateful for? I am grateful for being alive. Yeah. I know that's cliche, but, um, yeah, with all the stuff going on from the past two years. Had a couple close calls there. Yeah. Um, no, really grateful for being alive and then also for being, uh, healthy. Yeah. While being alive, you know, basically like having my, um, my mind back. It's a big one. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm really grateful for those same things. I'm grateful for both of our health. And I'm really grateful that I have had his support through all of the different seasons of life, whether it's that stuff, whether it's moving, whether it's me growing my business, whether it's me putting myself and our relationship in front of thousands of people on the internet like he's always just so so supportive and one of my biggest fans I can't say the biggest fan because again my dad listens to the show and I think he would probably fight you for that title (laughs) and he has a gun so (laughs) odds are not looking good but um really yeah I'm, I'm just so grateful he's like one of my biggest supporters and he never questions my ability to achieve something which instills a lot of confidence into me or not opposite but even more so um i always see your ability like even when you don't think you can do things i know that you can yeah exactly see that for you yeah you you instill like that confidence in like your faith in me instills confidence so that's played a big role i think in the things that I've accomplished. So that is going to close out this episode. Thanks for coming on, Andrew. Yeah, I was excited to be here. We'll have to do this again. Yeah, any closing thoughts for the people? Um, play hard, have fun, listen to your coach. <laughs> All right, guys, we will see you next time. If you guys enjoyed this episode, don't forget to take a screenshot on your phone and post it up on your Instagram story. You can tag us. My Instagram is Marie E. Wold and Andrew's is Andrew Shows Fitness. Fun fact, Shows is actually his last name, so it's kind of punny. But please take us. Let us know that you tuned in. We would love to send you some love right back and we will see you next week. Well, I'll see you next week. Andrew probably won't be here, but maybe again someday. All right. Bye guys. Bye.
Thank you guys so much for spending your time with me on the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm so happy that we were able to hang out and share some good vibes today. It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take one second to share this episode with someone who you think would love it. And please leave the show or review on iTunes if you're enjoying it. Tell me what you think. Let me know what you want to hear more of. It would really help me out on my mission to educate and empower women to become their very best selves and create more content that you're going to love. Thank you again for listening and supporting the show. And until next time, don't forget to grind and be grateful, my friends.